0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in this morning. Beautiful day. It's always a beautiful day. If you're up and going, it's a beautiful day. And uh, we appreciate you tuning in. We've got a a, sort of a, a part two going on today, as a matter of fact. We have... Uh, Mike Roberts and Joe DeLapen, and uh, they're they're going to be talking about two different things. That uh, the whole thing is very interesting, and we'll get into it in just a second. Um, Mike, welcome back to America's Web Radio, and Joe, welcome back. Thank you. And uh, uh, I appreciate you all getting up and coming in for uh, for our first show of the day live show of the day we keep going around and around mike roberts is the ceo of warriors to citizens and we certainly appreciate that and appreciate our veterans and our active duty uh i have a son that's a major in the air force on active duty and uh, stationed here in georgia as a matter of fact after many years in uh other countries, to say the least, uh, everywhere from um, Germany to Korea to Hawaii. Now, Hawaii wasn't bad. And, but uh, anyway, and uh, Mike is the CEO of Warriors to Citizens, and we're going to get into uh, finding out more about that. And then we have Joe DeLapp, that's the a board member of St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And uh, when you all were in in the past we talked about uh saint jude's and um so we're going to uh jump right into it and uh talk about what you all do and uh you've got an event coming up right january 28th january 28th and what kind of an event is this
0: it's a virtual event we originally were going to be an in-person event because of covid like many other people we had change. so it's a virtual event there'll be uh uh, shown or aired uh, noon on January twenty eighth. That's a Thursday, and a real run about an hour to an hour and twenty minutes.
1: Wow, interesting. How did how did uh, who came up with the idea?
0: Um, I was at I sat with uh, General Tata. Uh, at a book signing event, and I, I, I spoke a little bit about this last time, and I heard him speak on a Veterans Day about what veterans go through, and he told some f- phenomenal stories. Had he had me in tears, quite honestly, about what vets uh, go through, and in thinking that, I said, you know, it's not just while they're in the military they go through these these experiences. Experiences, saying it lightly, some really really awful things. But that lasts as it goes on, and I thought about more about what they go through, and I said, you know what what what's happened? What happens to these people, these soldiers, these first responders, is similar to what kids go through with cancer. It doesn't sound like they're they're similar, but both groups have long term needs, uh, either medical or. Uh, uh, psychological and so what What these vets go through our kids also go through so I said you know I, I'd like to do something for vets and I obviously have been doing things for kids I've, I've been on the board 16 years at St. Jude the, the fundraising board at St. Jude and I ran into Mike and in talking to Mike Roberts, who's sitting here on my left, uh, we started talking, and I expressed my interest in doing something with another charity. St. Jude doesn't do a lot of things with other charities; it's usually just a St. Jude event. But Mike expressed interest, and so in the end, we decided that we would join forces and uh, do an event that would be uh, uh, together with, with the two with the two groups. Uh, so how quick did this really come come together? It it actually came together pretty quickly. Uh, what came even quicker was COVID. We started uh early in the year and I think it was in earlier this year. Yeah it was. And um August second. And we were, yeah, it was August of last year, and uh, we were planning to do, as I said, a, a, in, a an in-person event. And when COVID came, we debated it. We went kind of back and forth, and finally we said, we, "It's it's never going to happen as an in- in-person event. We've got to have to do it virtually." That that. That creates some issues for us because the two groups really didn't know each other. It was Mike and I speaking, but there's a lot more people involved in that. And so we had to develop our, our culture together without really knowing each other other than just on Zoom and on the phone. A lot of companies and people are going through this now as well, but it's it's it was unusual to start something as big as this with not an in-person type of, of, of conversation and
1: work together. And St. Jude's had been running events for quite a while and we believe it or not saint jude to raise
0: the money it needs to uh, have to help these kids and do research they do about 30,000 events a year in the united states 30,000
1: wow they raise a lot of money (laughs) i believe it genuinely 30,000 30,000 events and that mm. most of those are in-person events.
0: So this is a very unusual thing. You typically can't run or can't raise the same amount of money today with, with uh, virtual events versus in-person. It, it, but, you know, the hospital, and this is true with all charities. I speak for all charities here. It's hard for them to, to raise the money that they need to do the, the operations that they have to help these very worthy people who have these long-term needs, either medical or psychological. So we're trying to do everything we can with this, this, this particular event. And the day again? It's January twenty eighth at at noon, and you can mm-hmm. sign you can sign up a- on our website. If I can just give that real quick, sure. Um, it's uh, www.warriors, warriors warriors is o r i o r s warriors the number four for hope dot
1: events warriors for hope dot events. It's plural events. And Mike, let's get into talking right quick about warriors to citizens okay and just to sort of describe we know St Jude's and and the outstanding work that they do and uh, when y'all were in the last time we talked about Danny Thomas and starting it on all of that that uh, you know what and i guess one of the things that i'm always amazed at with their ads is that the families and the sick child or obviously the child's not going to pay anything but the families don't pay a thing. That was the other thing that attracted us to Mike, because
0: a family never pays for treatment, housing, food, or transportation,
1: and Mike's group's the same thing. Wow. Well, let's talk about uh,
2: warriors to citizens. Okay. So thanks uh, again for having us. Uh, Not to be repetitive of what we talked about the last time, so I'll launch into just defining what we do fairly uniquely and what the difference is is we estimate what our client says is that we have a singular focus and, and it's very narrow it's on brokenness and repair it's on healing and 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 a very specific objective way of approaching people um We don't make assumptions that people have – they're sick or they're they're ill or anything, they're dysfunctional, any of that. And that was pretty much the tendency in about 2004 and 2005 when when we first started realizing we have a problem in in the military. We have a problem in broad terms, and that problem was – we had a stigma attached to the brokenness and the, and to being dysfunctional in a sense because what we were trying to do is hide our emotional fears, hide our, our realisms, things we dealt with at home. We'd go home. I've, I can recall thinking, how often? I have went through the airport. I'd see a soldier standing there. I'd walk up say, how you doing? Nice to see you. Thank you so much. Where, where are you stationed? What are you, what are you doing here today? bumming a cigarette, maybe they'd be bumming a cigarette for me, and, and I'd look at their eyes and they were so distant what struck me is their distance and how, how almost dreamy-like they were but they weren't dreamy-like, they were sad they were just broken they just came from seeing their wife who told them, him, or her and either of both females as well as males have the same condition she wanted a, vo- a divorce he's home for two weeks And that's what he's faced with. Now, it turns out that what we shared the last time a little bit was some of the studies that have been done about the state of affairs of the broad branches of the government, of all the the government, um, intel areas, veterans that are soldiers, that are airmen, Marines. They're all facing the same predicament. Now we're winding down the experience in the Mid East, we think, right? So there may be a fallout that's cataclysmic mm-hmm. because now they're losing when they come back. They're not familiar with what's back here anymore. They have a new relationship, the new family. Family is a band of brothers. And what's replacing that? So what we've tried to do is look at the the intersection of of the the mental state, the emotional state. The spiritual state of that family. How will they receive this back-integrated individual? How will they treat that person? And so, our program is des- is designed to bring wholeness and healing to that process. We're not we're not magicians, but we provide objective, evidence-based capabilities that we can almost predict. How effective we will be with one modality of treatment versus another. And we say treatment, I I say that in loose terms because it's not a medical treatment, it's a holistic healing process that we bring chaplains and therapists to the table that have a unique perspective. They've already been this, they've walked this road before themselves principally. And they come to the same table as that veteran family. And I underscore the word family because. We think that the family is a healing agent in the process. There may not be a great relationship there between the members, but still their healing process. Certainly. You know, and
1: they, uh, we talk about it frequently that um, the families may stay at home while the soldier, man, woman, whatever, is deployed, but the family deploys with them in many ways and and they have to and and it's a it's a shock to them too mm-hmm. uh the wife that stays back to take care of the kids and change the light bulbs and everything else it's and we've got uh, you mentioned something and i want to bring this up too we 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 have started the J roy ritchie veterans prayer uh line and the reason was uh, J. Roy died from the effects of Agent Orange. Well, we're facing—I don't know if you gentlemen are aware of this—but we're facing as big, if not bigger, a crisis coming back from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. It's called the burn pits, mm-hmm. and on top of the burn pits, uh, this is this was uh, the Iraqis burned carcinogenic products and. Uh, it was, it's sort of been compared to the Twin Towers and the first responders that uh, have died from the from the burning of the Twin Towers. But not only that, uh, and most people really don't know about this, uh, Joe, hold up your bottle there, your little water bottle. Okay. Did you know that that water bottle is graded? Yeah. Okay, the plastic that that little bottle is made out of is graded by the United States. Okay, and I don't I don't know if it's uh, uh, which branch, but uh, you know, anyway, it has to be the best quality going. Well, our government kept giving our soldiers in Iraq water; they couldn't, they didn't bring it over from the United States. They were taking it from the Iraqis, or buying it from the Iraqis, and we're saving money. Well, they save money But they use an inferior form of plastic Mm -hmm. that is causing all sorts of kinds of problems in people that have been returning to the United States from uh, being deployed to Iraq and and other parts of the Middle East. And uh, their grade of water bottle is, you know, deplorable. And it has carcinogenic agents in it that are affecting a a lot of uh, veterans that are returning to the U.S., uh, With um, colon problems and uh, Mm. all sorts of things that are going on, and I just pray that our government doesn't mess around like they did with Agent Orange. And uh, before they decided, oh yeah, that it's it's a killer. Well, so are the burn pits, and so are the water bottles. And we should I we should put pressure on our our Congress to. Go ahead and get that accepted in VAs. Yes,
0: I know the military pe- personnel have a higher incident rate of several diseases. It's higher than the normal po- population. My, uh, bro- I had a brother-in-law who just passed away. He was in the Navy, and he had ALS. And the incident level of ALS is about two times that the normal population with military people.
1: Well, you know, our bodies are designed to basically be it a, a sort of a, an even kill, and uh, we expose our military to things that are just uh, not not everybody in the military but those that are on the front line those that have lost their friends uh, those that uh, depending on how they're deployed and um we expose them to things, and th- this is this is one thing as as long as I'm on my soapbox, I'll just, just stay on it for a second. <laughs> I don't think anybody in Congress should have a right to vote on some type of military, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, to me it's just crazy that uh, uh, that somebody will vote on a weapon, on, on uh, rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. I don't think Feinstein would know what rules of engagement were if she hit her head on it, you know? And so... You know, if you haven't been there, hadn't walked in the man's shoes, how do you know what's best for him? And uh, I think this is something that uh, we should address. Only 1% of the population ever serve in any function for the military or any other way. And I, I think that everybody should have to do their part for the government. It doesn't have to be necessarily in the military. It can be some other means. But this is such a great country, and not to... uh, It's one of the the reasons
0: why Mike's organization actually exists, is that no one really takes care of these soldiers after a certain point, especially the the particular issues that Mike's group is is dealing
1: with. I'll I'll give you another one, and we're very close to this, Mike, and, and working more and more every day on it as best we can but do you do you realize that one out of four homeless that are on the street yeah.
2: are veterans yeah yeah. I didn't know that's that. right. yeah one out of four that's amazing that's that's yeah that shouldn't be no no it certainly shouldn't be well if you look at the the care model after care model uh, we, we we say thanks very much um you know, thanks for your service. People come back. They're coming back. In, in, in large part, they're already back, but still, we don't know what the future lies, right? So the, the reality is we need a system that restores the permanency of, of care, not not one-off, not good feel-good program. Let's go camping this weekend, but a long, systemic, very technically-driven program that you know can have a result and and, not, and and supporting it. So this event that we're talking about doing, the real reason to do that is to get corporate involvement, to have them realize that this freedom isn't free. We've heard that before, maybe overused sometimes, but it's factual. And the people that come back, all you have to do is sit down, like I said, in the airport and look in their eyes and it tells the story. We're, we're, we're hurting. We need help. And they don't even know how to ask for help. No, and and a lot of them don't even realize they need help. And uh,
1: then that affects the family and everything else. Right now we're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll come back with Joe and Mike in just a moment. But uh, as I mentioned, we started the J. Roy Ritchie Veterans Prayer, or... Prayers for Veterans, and uh, it's veterans praying for their fellow veterans, be man, woman, whatever, praying for their fellow veterans that need help. And uh, It may be financial, it may be a relationship, who knows? But if you know a veteran or you are a veteran and you need help and uh, all you have to do, we have a form on our website, on AmericasWebRadio.com. Fill it out and uh it's it's all confidential we don't sell email addresses we don't do anything with it other than we pass your name on and like I will pass on uh Philip Calhoun is uh is ill and a veteran and uh, is needing prayer as well as uh, we have some others that uh, we'll be mentioning later but anyway this is uh, this is something i'm asking the veterans that are listening right now whether you're listening now or or 2 days or 10 days or whatever from now that uh, you can send in a friend's name that that needs prayer and we'll mention his or her name on the air, and uh, we want to be sure and thank everybody. I am wearing, by the way, my red shirt today because this is what Red Shirt Friday, and everybody, we wear them to uh, honor our first responders and also our military, that we appreciate what you all do, and that's why we, why we wear red shirts on Friday. So let's get back to um, talking about... Um, uh let's get back to uh, to talking about uh warriors to citizens and uh you know there is a a big transition and unless you've been there done that you can't imagine what it's like. And uh at least now we have particularly Vietnam veterans are welcoming welcoming back our Military from the Middle East going to the airports and making sure that what happened to veterans coming back from Vietnam doesn't happen to any other veterans or any other service people so let's uh, let's get on and uh, uh, how many? How many people, Mike, um, are in your organization? I, I didn't see that uh, yeah, question.
2: So, so that, that, that's a variable. Let me tell you why I can answer that way. We we start out totally being a uh, a nonprofit with the intent of volunteerism bring in the volunteers, those that have walked in those shoes, that have been veterans, that are veterans, I should say, and have, in fact, uh, come back from from perhaps the East somewhere. And now they really see the value of being a caregiver, and they become engaged with us. And before you know it, it's in some cases, I'd say maybe 75% of the cases have been with us since 2012. Wow. And, and, and so they're volunteers, and they may be very busy with their work, or they may be retired, if you will. And there are several of us that are, in fact, retired, but this this, perspe- this pursuit of building and restoring and creating futures together and optimism together with the, with the veteran and their family is a very rewarding experience. Most of us have stayed with it because we see in those eyes a a spark, and the spark is something we've helped create. That's great. And and the facilitation of change comes by the commitment of these volunteers, and still to this day, as I said, we have maybe 75% of the people started out. That's probably more or less under 50, But, but we, from time to time, we always need help, always need volunteerism. And there's plenty of things to do, and particularly so as we're doing this work now with St. Jude's, and it's a great honor and a great privilege.
1: I want to get back to St. Jude's for a second. Uh, who's your? Um, who's going to host us? It, it, both both charities are hosting
0: it. Both Warriors to Citizen and and Saint Jude. Joy, oh, who's, who's going
1: to be your? Uh, oh, the host the host. oh, the
0: host. I pardon me. That's all right. So Lee Greenwood, who sings "God Bless the USA," won a, I think Grammy for that, and maybe a couple of Grammys is is our host. And I have to tell you, while I have not personally worked with him directly, I've been working through a friend of mine who was able to help land. Uh, lee for this event and lee i i I cannot say enough nice things about lee he's done everything we've asked he's he's done promos for us i think he's going to do a promo for your show in fact Uh, he's done promos for us Uh, he's going to sing a special version of uh, god bless the usa uh, Mm -hmm. during the show so that that'll be there I may have given away the the end reveal of the show, but he's gonna he's gonna sing that. Um, and he, we I sent him uh, last week about nine pages of scripts to read, and didn't flinch. You know? Wow! He, he even uh, I know this is a charity, but the goodness of his heart, he had his own video crew come to to tape him and record him and do the mix and everything. So, so it was something we didn't have to pay for.
1: You know. Uh- I I don't know him at all, but uh, as we mentioned, I believe, uh, or when we were just talking, that uh, he must be just the nicest of the nice. Class Uh, act. Yeah. He did a thing for a friend of mine, uh, uh, Nick Snyder, many years ago, and, uh, you know, how can you not respect and honor someone like that that will give of the time they have a name everybody know knows Lee Greenwood or the name and uh, you know like you said a very class class act and uh, he, he was struck he was struck uh, David by
0: uh, our cause which is to help these worthy people both military and these kids these sick kids at st Jude he's, he's got a close place in his heart which probably god bless the usa reflects for military people but also these kids he
1: knows what these kids and and military people go through uh, uh maybe one hopefully one of these days i'll get to to uh meet him but uh i certainly appreciate you know when when somebody you know why can't everybody and and somewhere in my mind i i I come up with that Greenwood appreciates the success he's had and realizes that it's the whole country that's given him that success, right. and and he looks at it like a, a payback sort of thing that he can do it, that people want him to do stuff yeah. just like you all want him to 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 host it, and that this is his way of of returning a lot of things.
0: You, you hit the nail on the head on one thing: is that. Uh, there, there are a lot of famous people out there. And I think some people look at these famous people and say, well, they can afford to do that. They've you know, they got time in their hands. They've got the money to do it. But the thing is, not everybody does what Lee Greenwood does. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I say he's, he's just Amen. a class act. Yeah. He's a class act. Also on the show is uh, CeCe Winans. She's got 12 Grammys. She's going to sing the national anthem for us. She's done a special version just for us of the national anthem. And then uh, Rocky Blyer, and I know we're recording here in Atlanta, but a lot of people might be surprised that Rocky Blyer, the largest, Rocky Blyer was, uh, I should tell him who he is first. Uh, He's a four-time Super Bowl winner. Um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he's also a Bronze Star, and um, he has a Purple Heart. He's a recipient of, of that as well. And uh, Mike's actually got some more information on, on him that we can talk about later. But uh, Rocky Blair will be speaking as well. He's 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 another just absolute class act. He actually sits in on our on our month by by bi, monthly meetings. Comments we've asked him to do things. Everything everything we've asked him to do, and. We've asked him to do a lot. He's done. He's just a class act, another
1: class act. You know, that, talking about Blyer and, and and Lee Greenwood, it's it just, that separates the men from the boys, you know, when it comes right down to it. It uh-huh. separates the good from, you know, whatever the other things are today. Um, I can't even really. <laughs> yeah. Say what I would think, but uh, you know, y'all you have done one heck of a job, and just and then getting the class acts like you have uh, to to work with you, and I, you know. They're
0: can I can I just thank Chaz Corzine? He, he he's a, a fellow board member with me at St. Jude, and uh, he originally we were originally going after uh, Charlie Daniels, and the, literally, <laughs> literally literally the yeah. day that we were going to do the ass is when he died. Wow! Yeah. And he would he would have done this as well. Yeah. We love to ha- we love having Lee, but Chaz Corzine was the person that has been working with me with Lee, helped me get CC uh, C. Winans as
2: well. Why? You mind me interjecting? No, Why we're on that topic of a gratitude because we we're very grateful for these people. They they, they are absolutely stellar individuals and human beings. And we can't say it enough. Rocky Blyer has been on my board since 2012. Uh, he is just the face of give. All he can do is give. I, I can't even think once in those years where he actually asked for anything notwithstanding the fact that what he gives as a Vietnam vet, a wounded hero made the team, worked with, was on the Pittsburgh Steelers draft chose to take the draft and go overseas, shot, grenaded comes back in one year or less He's recovered. he's back on the team again, and they win four Super Bowls. Now, that's motivation. And so what he does for us in our organization is he's a a seed of motivation. He's that that bright star that we can follow and and know it's pure and know we'll get good results out of his advice. So I wanted to share that with the audience. Uh, This is the biggest fan club in America is right here in Atlanta for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was amazing to me, but I've seen so many of them, and all I have to do is say Rocky Blyer, and the light bulbs go off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's interesting. Um, we're going to take another quick break, and uh, I'm just going to uh, mention the fact again that we've started the J. Roy Ritchie Prayers for Veterans line, and uh, all if you're a veteran or you know a veteran that needs prayer, all you have to do is send their name in, and we'll be glad to put it on the air and ask all of their veteran brothers and sisters to say a, a simple prayer for them. And there are, like, like Mike was talking, There's so many conditions, and uh, people tra- face all sorts of situations, particularly when they come back from – a war zone, a hot zone, and you can't imagine some of the things that go on. And that's why we started the prayer line that the 2.1 million folks that are veterans can remember and can just ask and talk about their veteran brothers and sisters that need help. So, with that, let's uh, get back to our show and our guests. And um, let's see here, uh, with the two charities, or there have there been any problems that have come up or arisen between the between the two
0: he's looking at me and i'm looking at him <laughs> 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 the, the, the truth is uh, just a little bit of an assimilation because the the warriors to citizen group is well, largely just vets people have been in the military so my side is is tends to be a little younger they're into you know childhood cancer um but that that was e- a pretty easy assimilation, to be honest with you. I think once we all agreed, you know, these people are suffering from similar things, and we need to help these worthy people with these long-term needs, everything else. I, I will tell you, sitting on the board at St. Jude, we have people that are on the far left and the far right, and we have some people in the middle. But when it comes to talking about what we're trying to do, all that goes by the wayside. It's all about the kids. With this group and the event, it's the same thing. It's about helping these worthy people.
1: You know, what... Uh this year has been to many of us uh, and it's it's not over with yet and it's been crazy but you know I, I've wondered a lot of times myself that um, well do I give here or do I give there a little bit here and a little bit there or do I choose one thing and, and give more to that one situation and uh, there are so many situations today and certainly what St. Jude's has done over the years has just been beyond belief and Mike mm-hmm. what you're doing like I said it it takes a veteran to know a veteran mm-hmm. and you know we have we when I first started uh, doing anything with the veterans uh the first you know the first question I'd get was well are you a veteran mm-hmm. and um uh, they have a term for me now, veteran uh, Vietnam veteran era, but uh, you know, a lot of friends have straightened me out on that. I, uh, unlike a lot of folks, I did raise my right hand and I did spend six years. So uh, they feel like you know I'm accepted, and uh, which I appreciate because I I've had too many friends that uh, came back with bad situations and or died. On active duty in Nam are right. now in uh, in the Middle East, but mm. I think how did this? Did you just have the idea, Mike,
2: for, for this program? For, for uh, this program? Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, I I was um, coming off uh, basically my 26 years in federal service as an intelligence quote-unquote, it's an oxymoron, but uh, the intelligence services. and uh, No, that's what my son's in, uh, yeah, in the yeah, Air Force. Well, is. then we'll say, wah. <laughs> so, so let's say for the moment uh, that a, a, a chaplain, a Joint Forces chaplain in the state of Georgia's National Guard, who happened to be a friend of my wife, said, hey, would you come in and talk to me a little bit about what are the conditions and maybe have some advice? Well, she dragged me along. Uh, and we got to know this chaplain and before you know it uh, we ended up doing a a research project together over two years. Uh, We assigned all the chaplains in the state of Georgia to, to conduct the research with the families coming back from Afghanistan and when we got done Then we really knew there was light bulbs, and then we really said there's pain points, and then we knew there's things we can do to solve those pain points. So the state, adjutant general at the time, endorsed it. We went up to Washington, spoke to the two members of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. If Donald Rumsfeld had approved that budget, we would have had a business up and running 10 years ago because the budget was to build a complex where all of the expertise can flow from, and all of the learning and all the psychoeducation and counseling could be delivered. And w- instead, a better paradigms helped uh, us going to go forward, which is the realization is we can't bring everybody to us. We have to go to them. So what we're doing now, just to make the story a narrow story, um, we are going to be a digital provider uh, on the internet in part, and mostly actually, because we're forced to do that. Because we can't interpersonally work with the couples or the families uh, but we can do it through that beautiful thing called a computer and 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 we have the science to do that and we have the, co- the cogent technologies to deliver it with the right content because we've learned about what people can use and what they can't use and so that's the new model for us in the future so we went from startup in 2010 research into A project for the or for the the Department of Defense and and for the Georgia, actually for the Georgia National Guard, but it was the uh, National Guard Bureau that was saying, "Let's go do this nationally."
1: I've heard of uh, some areas, and I don't know whether you all work in them or not, or, or that like teaching the person that's lost a limb how to fish or getting getting back into programs to, yeah. you know, do you all work with any
2: of Well, those we, we work with those people uh, in one sense, but no, we we don't do any physical help. We don't do any, let's say, for example, uh, physical help is the best way I can look at it, We don't do that. What we focus on is what's the impact emotionally from the traumatic injury that they've suffered uh, or they're dealing with. It do not necessarily have to be in a suffering mode, but they're dealing with it, and they may not be solving it, and now it influences their family. And oh absolutely and so so we have uh, we work with academia uh we work with uh the, the, the families themselves, some people have gone through the program, volunteered to work on the program in the future, and then we have all of the chaplains and therapists in different parts of the country and uh, you 're working with the most powerful person in the
1: uh, in the military, and that 's the chaplain uh that 's right I I mentioned, I think, earlier that I needed to get an early out out of uh, AIT to Mm -hmm. go back to my hometown that had been hit by a tornado, and my CO wouldn't let me go, but I went to the chaplain, and two hours later, I was on a plane. And the chaplains uh, are, um, you know, they're very important.
0: They're, they're so important that uh, I, I mentioned the three other people that are in our program. There's, there's four others that I'd like to just mention. The first is Doug um, Carver. Carver. General Carver, he's a two-star general, and he was head of the chaplains. Hmm. Uh, he knows what these families go through, both on the military side, and although though I don't know if he's actually dealt with, uh, say, Jude patient family, he, it's it's very similar. These, these kids and their families go through the same kind of things that these warriors do when they come back. So that's one person. The second one is Grant McGarry, who was a ranger. Uh, he wrote a book, and I don't remember the name of the book. Mike, do you remember? A Night in the Peck Valley night in the peck valley where his his group was ambushed in afghanistan Uh, he's going to be speaking as well he's going to kind of take the role of what is what a warrior goes through general carver will talk about from the other side saying what he sees what these people go through and what they need to do then we have a saint jude patient family who will speak I've seen 35 families speak in my 16 years at at St. Jude, and it's a (laughs) killer when you hear their, their story. It's uplifting, but it's a killer. And then uh, it's anchored by John Stegman, who is a CEO of, um, I don't remember the name Home of the company. Oh. It, it's not Home Depot, no, it's a, but it's, a, su- it's an offshoot sub- of what Home Depot right. was. Right. Yeah. Not HD supply, it's White right. something. White cap. It's called right. White cap. Right. And he'll, he, he, what he's done is he's gotten his organization to do what Mike and I are trying to do with uh, businesses more broadly to, to get them to see their social social responsibility, not just as a company, but the individuals within the company, so they're all working towards one charity or one thing to help worthy people out, like we are.
1: Joe, I got a uh, this is this is one of my questions, and uh, I don't mean to be kicking your chair out from under you, but <laughs> uh, you know what you're talking about, and and hundred years ago when they had horses uh, drawing carriages, I was an EMT. And, uh, you know, there were in most cases, nothing bothered me, you know, pick up whatever I had to pick up. But what you're talking about, I'm sitting here thinking about particularly the wonderful, beautiful nurses that go Mm -hmm. to St. Jude every day and work with these kids. Mm -hmm. Talking about uh, PTSD, Mm -hmm. how do they, you know... Is there a program for them? I mean, I, I couldn't... I have two sons that I love dearly and, and you know, was very blessed and good. They had good, great health, still do. But I couldn't imagine going through what a nurse... And I and I, and I split, split it out because a doctor comes in, looks, does, orders, and is out. And I'm not saying that they don't care. I'm just... But the nurse is the one that's holding that baby, right. holding that two-year-old that's crying right. or whatever. How, how do, do you all have a program at St. Jude's for working with them? What I'll
0: tell you is that St. Jude has the most incredible culture I've seen in almost any environment. I worked at Procter & Gamble and Johnson Johnson, and they have very definitive cult. They're very different. They have very definitive cultures. And the culture at St. Jude is very distinct, and it's very reinforcing. Do they have a program for the nurses and the doctors? I don't know, but I, I, I will tell you, it does affect them. Uh, I, I know for a fact they, they celebrate with the kids. They have these no-chemo parties when the kid is finally, you know, patient is off their chemo. And uh, we, we posted something just recently uh, where the CEO, Dick Shadiak, uh, uh, who's on the ALSAC St. Jude side, um was at one of these chemo, he goes to several, he goes to a lot of these chemo parties. They celebrate that, but they also, they're they're affected when these kids don't make it. You know, it it affects them as well. But I'm sure they have something, what I'll do is I'll
1: find out for you. Okay, I I just, I mean, talking about human trauma, and again, I... I don't know how St. Jude's works at all, and I don't know if they have a volunteer program at St. Jude's. But, again, you know, people, we have every advantage in the world today. Like you said, you pointed at the computer. Well, you know, for me, the computer's, uh, I think, more frustrating than it is useful a lot of times. But at the same token, we have the... Incredible abilities to learn and do things, and uh, I hope that people that are listening will check out St. Jude's and see if they can volunteer. And certainly, the same thing with with you, Mike. If um, you know, if somebody has gone through a family member coming back, mm-hmm. and you know, in some ways, in some ways, if they come back with Old glory draped over their cast, and this sounds terrible, but uh-huh. that sometimes is better than the one that comes back. That's the yeah. broken, yeah. That's broken, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's hopefulness for the one that's broken. Mm-hmm. There's not hopefulness for the one that's obviously not a broken, is deceased. So, so with this, uh, I met a a, a, a colonel. A year ago, who has one eye, one arm, one leg, and it, it is um, his uh, demeanor was something that I would love to be able to emulate under any circumstance. The per- his 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 strength and resiliency was almost so strong you could cut the air with it, and and. Um, uh, you know, he, he spoke in terms of rebound and keeping your eye on three different uh, elements of, of being re- being uh, resilient. but resilient isn't even the right word. if I think someone lost an eye, an arm and a leg, within a year after he was repaired and able to get around, he was doing uh, jumps again. He became the Special Forces Commander here in our state of Georgia. He's back Uh, active duty. And he's still in active duty. Uh, Ken Dwyer, Colonel Ken Dwyer, and uh, I would encourage you to... I have a tape that he's taped for uh, for me, basically, because he's now going to be the Special Forces Director come the new year, likely. I can't say officially. I know not part of that officialness, but he'll be down in Tampa running SoCom now. That's to me amazing. But when I listen to his 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 strength that came from the repair, from the brokenness where people came around him and helped him. Alex Smith that just broke his leg in the Washington Redskins game, what a six six weeks six months not six months ago. he was treated down at uh, down at this Fort Sam Houston uh, in the medical center, and he's going to dedicate himself to that medical center because the Army Medical Center got him straight emotionally and mentally, and then he repaired himself physically, and he's he's going to play football again, just like Rocky Blyer, same type of. Situation. So what w- this experience has done is put us in the cross section and the crosshairs of great people like this. And so they influence and make this job a whole lot easier, as with Joe. Uh, I'm, 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 you asked about getting together and, and how we, we operate together. That's an amazing person. He's illustrative of, of doing grand things for that institution, for St. Jude's Hospital. So when people like he can step up with his background, his, his personality, and his, his dedication, That's what makes this difference for us and for St. Jude's Hospital.
0: They they needed to make him a general. He was a colonel.
2: (laughs) Well, I can only say that. I can Make me laugh. Don't say that. So I I will tell you that that the audience, if they can come to that one-hour segment, they will hear more distinctly from others about what this program means. (laughs) And then they can say... I will put my skin in the game. I will do something about that, whether it's donate funds so that we're more effective, or if it's actually showing up and being volunteers. And there's plenty to do. You
1: know, and in the, in the website which I, I gave before, I give it one more time. Was Please, I'll get your pen and paper and, and write this down, folks. It was wwwwarriors dot the number four warriors for
0: hope. All one word: Warriors for Hope. Using the number four: Warriors for Hope. Dot events, plural. Uh, in, in the website, we have uh, a place that people can donate, and in the donation, we have some set levels. There are a lot, and we actually show what a donation, say of two hundred fifty dollars, uh, does for the the two groups. I know from the St. Jude side. I think uh, two hundred fifty dollars actually buys uh, ten chemo, no chemo parties at St. Jude. So we got a, a purpose behind each of the donation levels that people can look at, and they can they can give whatever whatever they you know feel feel good about the other thing that we we could we can still use is we could still use some additional sponsors and i I just reiterate that while a lot of businesses are suffering a lot of charities are suffering as well because they've lost their ability to be able to raise the money that helps them fulfill the missions that that mike and i are doing with these very worthy people with long-term medical and psychological you know
1: Issues, Joe. There are two two St. Jude locations, correct? I say that again. How many locations does St. Jude? St. Jude, uh, Jude is all over the country,
0: but it has one major campus, one major hospital, which is in Memphis. Okay. It's a huge campus. I mean, not only is the hospital there, the research center is there, and these long-term stay patients, they have buildings. One's called Target House. that Target donated. They actually have two buildings there. Ronald Ronald McDonald is is another one. They have a a building there. And then there's a third one that used to be the Memphis Grizzlies gave, but that's since uh, been turned over to another group. But it's a huge, huge campus uh, in in Memphis. But they have regional offices. We have one here in Atlanta that's that's, uh, uh, staffed by Ashley Trotter as the director here. She's got a staff of uh, 8 to 10 people who help
1: work in this area. You know, I just want to... Publicly say thank both of you for what you all are doing, and you know, as Lee Greenwood would say, uh, you know, I guess he would say this, but if uh, if we had more folks like you all that thank you, you know, cared and not only, I, I actually I, I think we live in the most caring country in the world. Absolutely. But, however, um, we sometimes get. Blinded by ourselves instead of looking at others, mm-hmm. and you all obviously look at others and uh, care about care about them, and and not only just care about them, <laughs> but you walked up the, to to the plate and you're doing something about it, and that's that's a lot different. And and it's just like you said about Blair and and uh, mm-hmm. Greenwood. Uh, you know, I'm sure they care and. They've had their experiences and so forth, but they're doing something about it. Can, can I mention a couple others? Sure. Mm-hmm.
0: So, and uh, they're not. I won't mention members of the team, but uh, Lee Greenwood donated a signed guitar. Vince Gill, who's who sings with the Eagles now and is married to uh, um, okay, who's, uh, Amy Grant, who I love, uh, he's given us a signed guitar to do. Uh, we have a... Uh, we're flying people to Memphis. We have an auction item that you can fly to Memf- Memphis, and we have a private jet that is being provided by Premier Portable Buildings. And uh, uh, the pilots are being uh, donated their time, and efforts are, are going to be done by Avi av- av- I can't even pronounce it. It's AA Aviation. What I can pronounce is the guy that runs that company has my has my name. I, I don't know anybody else named Joe Delap, but he is Joey Delap, <laughs> and I found him through Facebook, and we formed a little bit of a relationship. And when I found out he was he's and he was a captain in the army, he uh, yeah, captain in the army, worked for Petraeus. And when I asked him, uh, and he said he was a pilot, so I asked him about three weeks ago, do you think you would be able to help us find a way to fly people to Memphis? And he and he got it done. I, I, I'll just say, he just, he just got it done. Uh, we have two beer uh, tasting classes, one from Elsewhere Brewery, the other one from Big Kettle, Kettle Brewery. We have beach houses at Tybee Island and Watersound Beach House. That's uh, in Florida. Uh, we have a strategic negotiating course by Hugh McDonald, who lives in the area here, who's donated his time. We have a, an official U2 recon challenge coin. Now, for people who aren't in the ma- military, coins, coin collections of military coins probably doesn't mean much. But if you're in the military, this is huge. A, a U2 it's an official operational coin with pictures that go along with it during the operation. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Joe, Joe Theismann is, is autographed a football, the bot. Baltimore Ravens Linebacker Corps has uh, done so as well. The uh, head of the linebacking corps is Mike McDonald. Uh, he, he went here to local Centennial High School. He actually went to school with my son. He got that group together. We have a, a wine tasting uh, uh, that's also being done, and Rocky Blyer has a couple items as, as well that he's going to be donating. Some that's of his great. jerseys from the uh, Super Bowl. All yeah. these
2: people, All these people are trying to help great it is and we just started i mean we're not done with that list
0: no that's only 15 items we have we have about 40 items that are in the auction
1: right okay let me ask you would you want to throw in an hour on america's web radio as as a sure sure
2: sure thank you an
1: item to yeah sure so how how would we write that up one hour on. To uh, advertise their business or their charity or whatever it right. happened to be, right. of uh, an interview with uh, myself or, or one of the other hosts. You got it, and uh, it would be great. Thank you. Yeah, You're thank welcome. Thank you. I, thank I mean hours. that's <laughs> that's the least I can do. But we're so. gonna before the 28th, will you all come back again?
2: I'd be, be Happy to. to.
1: And uh, we'll keep. Uh, I believe you got some promos coming my way on yes sir on it and. Uh, We'll be playing those, and uh, we'll do anything that we possibly can. Uh, whatever you need that I can provide, uh, yeah. just just contact me. And, Mike, you know where I am with the vets. I do and, indeed, uh, yes, and thank you uh, again. I just... Uh, it's the reason that we do a show called uh, Remembering Desert Shield and Desert Storm, mm-hmm. because... It blew my mind. How many people have forgotten?
2: That's right. You know, it came and went. And yeah. well, thirty and years. You think over oh, that cycle. You, you know, <laughs> now what the current n- n- nomenclature is for what's happening in Afghanistan. I don't think it's enduring freedom anymore. I think it's something else, and and, and it doesn't matter what we name it. It's what what attention we give it as civilians and and what we do for that family that sacrificed so much by bringing their son and daughter to become a military person
1: it's uh well like I said earlier we live in the and fortunately uh, we're all born here and you know it's just it's the greatest country in the world and uh we just we as a country, we have to appreciate as a citizen of the greatest country in the world, we have to learn to appreciate it more, and the best appreciation is giving and uh, absolutely giving to charities, giving of your time, whatever it happens to be yeah none one of these charities is 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 getting paid per se either we're we're all volunteers in this mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. i think it's I think it's wonderful and uh like I said i I appreciate what you all do, and uh, we're going to, as best we can, support you and and uh, look forward to you all coming back. Sure. We'll, we'll make something happen uh, the first of uh the first of the year we'll give you uh, some behind the scenes what
0: ha- what we did to put the program together next time okay yeah okay. yeah, yeah. And, well, if,
2: uh, and if someone would want to know or wants to make a recommendation for uh our next program which will we we'll anticipate will be the fir- end of the first quarter of this coming year and that will be a virtual program Okay. That's where we're been taking this so if any of your listening audience wants to contact us and get on a, on a wait list uh, the, the topics will be broad and there'll be short webinar increments that will culminate into a, a theme of some sort so it could be uh, you know could be communication on steroids I mean, <laughs> we can, you know, etc.
1: Well, gentlemen, we appreciate it. We've got uh, our meditation show coming up with Deru, uh, our kung fu master, and uh, uh, he'll be coming in in a minute and and lead us all in meditation. And uh, it's it's a he's a very interesting gentleman and and can appreciate and does appreciate what growing up in China compared to being in the United States is. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure yeah. Sure. Uh, so, thank, thank you all. Thank thanks you for the you time today, back. David. Thank, thank you, you, sir.
0: You and your crew. Thank
1: you. Thank yeah.
0: you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.